there is a power what's being called these days the the law of attraction the power of attraction it's not as simple an equation as thinking about something brings it here we are in may i could sit here on the banks of ganga sweating thinking about snow all i want and it's a pretty good chance that no matter how hard i think about snow i'm not going to open my eyes and be surrounded by it however it's going to change my internal experience so i certainly have the power through thinking about snow to change my internal experience of the physical heat And so when we talk about the power of attraction it's not just about attracting things from the outside to me but it's the power to really create my world and my experience much of which has to do with the inside and yeah sometimes it also attracts the outside for sure That's especially true with regard to things like peace and joy and love and abundance. If I'm moving through the world in love, chances are I'm going to attract love. If I'm moving through the world in peace, I'm going to attract peace. It's like that beautiful story that I love of the old man who's sitting at this path in the between villages in the jungle there's a young boy sitting at his feet and a man walks by and he says to the old man how's the village up ahead how are the people there and the old man says well where are you coming from how are the people there And the old man says, "Oh god, they are the worst. They are liars and cheats and thieves." I'm so glad to be leaving them. And the old man says, "Oh, I'm so sorry to tell you this, but the people in the village up ahead are just the same." So the traveler, of course, is naturally dejected, but he keeps walking. What's he going to do? A little while later another man walks by and he also says to the old man, "So how's the village up ahead? What are the people like there?" And the old man says, "Well, where are you coming from? What was it like?" And the man says, "Oh, I was leaving the most beautiful people. They were so full of love, so generous, so kind, so caring, so compassionate." The old man says, "Well, good news. That's exactly what the people in the village up ahead are like." And when he left, the little boy says to the old man, "But how is that possible, Dadaji? There's only one village up ahead, and you told the first guy the villagers are liars and cheats and thieves. You told the second guy they're beautiful people." And the old man says, "Because it depends on what they see." The first one saw thievery and cheating, negativity. The second one saw love and positivity. So in that way, yes, we attract what we 
think about. But it's not as simple as a magic wand over the material universe. Me sitting here meditating on money does not mean I'm going to open my eyes and there's going to be a mound of dollars and rupees and euros in front of me. And that somehow if that mound isn't there, it means that there is a a failure in my meditation or a failure in the power of my thought. The ancient teachings that say you create your reality of abundance, you create your reality of prosperity, they weren't talking just about mounds of bills. They were talking about an internal experience of abundance and prosperity. And yes, if in me my cup runneth over, that's what I'm going to live through. My bank account may not have very much in it at all. Doesn't mean that suddenly people in the world are going to start transferring large sums of money into my bank account. But one of the things that I learned in India at the very beginning and has stuck with me since is the people in this country, especially the people living in really traditional, what you could consider spiritual India, are so full. And I remember when I got here talking to people who, in my Western concepts, they had nothing. They were living so far below the Western standards of poverty. And yet, their felt sense experience was abundance. If you so much as suggested that they were poor, they would say, We are not poor. That guy over there, he's poor, but we're not poor. We have a lot. And so many people in the world that I had come from who had what seemed like everything were living in an experience of lack. And so for all practical purposes are poor. And so that's the deeper teaching about this law of attraction is it's not about if I meditate on prosperity, bills are going to somehow fall out of the sky upon me or my bank account is going to increase exponentially while I sleep, right? Every once in a while I get one of those spam emails that says something like, make money while you sleep. That's not, that's not the prosperity, the abundance, the miracles, the manifestation that the spiritual teachings are referring to. It's an inner experience in your world of abundance. Because when you want to share, you're rich. When you want to grab, you're poor. So it's not about what you have. It's about the openness of your heart. So yes, thinking about how abundant I am absolutely draws abundance to me. That abundance may or may not come in the form of bills. 
but you will live in an experience of abundance if your mental framework becomes one of gratitude, of knowing that your cup runneth over, rather than one of lack and yearning. And if you think about love and peace and joy, not as in something you want to get, but as in the state you are in now, Thank you, God, for my joy. I am an embodiment of, a transmitter of peace and joy. I am love. Yeah, it's going to bring that to you. Possibly from people in the outer world but certainly in the inner world. And the truth of a spiritual life is your world is much more made up of that which takes place on the inside than the outside. And so the changing of the world that we need is a changing of the inner. And then, yeah, as we always say, Jesse Bithard, Vesse Bahard. As is the inside, so is the outside. So align your thoughts, not with what you don't have, but with what you do have. And know that it is so. Know that it has always been so. And give thanks to God for opening your eyes to the truth that it is so.